In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody, for the second hour of the Locker Room. Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas, ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. And we want to welcome a good friend into the Locker Room. That would be Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider and the author of the definitive work on Troy Palomalu and all things long-haired. That would be Jim Wexel. Wex, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Hi, Wolf. Hi, Max. Who are the ninjas? <laughs> the ninjas. They are Jacob. They are Tom. They are Brian. They are, uh, yeah, okay. we have our own group of ninjas here. But if we gave out last names, then they would have to kill me. So I'm sorry. I, I can't do that. They would have to fend off and fight for their lives. <laughs> Everybody, Twitter's, yeah. Twitter's listening, you know. Absolutely. Wex, tell me a little bit about what's going on out there as far as some of the volume. I'm seeing headlines and it's all about we got to make a change. And I just, you know, just from the get-go, Max and I have been talking about it. And we've been talking about some of the fourth down situations too. But, you know, simply put, I have to say hogwash to the replacement right now because of the fact um, I don't – I'll know – I mean, generally a coach will know when. A good coach like Mike Tomlin who coaches by gut instinct, he knows when. But obviously you got a lot of the people out there that are screaming and yelling – um, kind of like uh, just throwing darts at Ben. You know, Wolf, I highly recommend not checking all that stuff out out of three-game losing streak. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm surprised. I, I guess I'm not surprised, but I, it explains why my clicks are down this week. I am, I am not. I don't have those headlines. I'm, mm. I'm, I, I'm telling people to go exercise and get their own lives in order. Forget <laughs> about all this nonsense. Maybe check back in three weeks. <laughs> You know, see if it's been rectified. By the way, are you in the boot camp still? You still going to that? Oh, no. I have my own, what Kevin Dotson dubbed for me, a perfect name, prison workout. Okay. (laughs) I I, I foolishly uh, bought, uh, oh, geez, uh, uh, as soon as when when the uh, the, uh, 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 quarantine started. Right. I got a book called The 5 A.M. Club, and he espoused. 20-minute workouts as soon as you get up, and then 20 minutes of meditation and 20 minutes of prayer and reading. Okay, that's your golden hour, he calls it. And uh, so, okay, I did it, and uh, now I'm up to 100 push-ups, 70 sit-ups, and 20 burpees. I raised wow. my burpees the other day. I'm just dying, man. But it really works better than anything I've ever <laughs> Somebody asked Kevin Dotson, what, what are you doing when you can't, since you can't go in the gym? during COVID. This was his rookie year. And he said, oh, I, I do my own prison workout. And I said, that's it. That's what I'm calling mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tremendous. That is absolutely tremendous. So, yeah. All right. So, so I recommend go ahead. People, people do more
more of that with their anger in, instead of going on social media and reading headlines about something that's not going to happen. Yes. We all watched Mason. Mason, he didn't play poorly in the preseason, but he didn't score one touchdown in his nine possessions. That's why Dwayne Haskins had a chance, and then he blew it. There's nobody there. There's Ben. Ben came in for one series and scored two touchdowns, I think. So, uh, you know, Ben's got it. He's got to get unskittish behind this offensive line, stop dropping back so far, and then, you know, the tackles are pushing those guys back, and Ben's back there 10 steps sometimes. At least two games ago he was. I don't know so much this game. But I see signs. I see a running game starting to develop once, you know, you know, little bit by bit. No question about it, Wax. And that's yeah. one of the important things that I think people have to take this with a grain of salt. We were talking about, and I don't know if you were listening to the show before you came on, but on the fourth and four, we were outlining the fact that you had a situation with Eric Ebron and you got Juju on the one side, the run in the smash route concept, which is a guy hooking up in the flat and a guy trying to put in conflict that guy out there, meaning make him go either way, cover one or the other. Ebron running a deeper out route and Juju running a, a hookup route in front of him. And Ebron fell down. He and Juju got tangled up. They fell down. Juju is just not knowing that Ebron's down. He's just trying to get covered because he's trying to increase the window for Ebron. And all that's left because you got the pass rush in the face of Ben, he's got to dump it to Najee. And that's a simple – they had three layers – Three options on it, but the primary one that you wanted to get for the first down was a guy who fell down. And that's, you know, that's you can't scheme for that. Well, you know, that's why we call him Warrior. Simply Warrior, Eric Ebron. Why is that? It's pretty much our sarcasm for the oh. day. Uh, gotcha. That's what we call him in the press box. Yeah, every time he misses a block or says uh, that his room is the badass room and then gets ragdolled the next day of practice. You know, uh, this guy, I don't I don't get why he, uh, boy, Wolf, I, well, I don't know enough about football to understand why he's playing instead of Raider. Gentry played a little bit. Yeah. Derek Watt. I asked for Derek Watt last week. Yeah. Saw him working a little bit of practice the first day. I said, wow, they're listening to me. And then <laughs> that was it. You know, a little bit of work. Well, <laughs> see, get, the, get the rust off the kid. The kiss of death was when you said, oh, they're listening to me. See, that, that just blew it. That just absolutely blew it. It's well, like I know they listened to your show, and that's where I said it. You agreed today. You know, no, Max no, agreed, and they all. It's like Tunch. Tunch went on his, his the, my last year of the Steelers. I'll never forget. He went out. He was you know out for the coin toss. He won out of like sixteen coin toss. He he was on a streak. He won like twelve or fourteen. It was unbelievable. Just unbelievable. But he kept going. Tails never fails. And so. When when he find when everyone was asking what was the secret, he said you got to say the whole thing. Tails never fails. You can't say tails when you call it. You got to say tails never fails. See, and and you by saying they listen to me, boom, you, you ruined it. <laughs> well, you know, I know you also called for Fryermuth, and he was wide open on that fourth and four. Yeah, well, I mean, wide open. Yeah, right off the line, nobody covered him. Well, he's he's a decoy in that because he goes in motion. They're trying to move people over to clear a little more on that one side where they have that concept, that zone smash concept, whatever the thing is. And, um, you know, it simply was – it just didn't work out. But it's unfortunate. The schematics of it were great. The execution was very poor, obviously, you know. Yeah. And same thing when we were looking at – the Max, you were talking about the fourth and five with Dotson. 
when he was injured, yeah. and you got the crossing routes. Yeah, exactly. And Juju comes underneath, and but but the linebacker never moves, and Ben has Kenny Clark barreling down on him because Kevin Dotson, you know, gets injured on the play. So you've got to throw it, even though you would you would like to see Juju either a bend it behind the linebacker. Or you try and clear that guy, but he has to make a decision. He has to get it out now because the defender is in his face now. And he's seeing Juju's numbers. So he's trusting where Juju is to make the right decision because Juju has showed him his numbers. And he puts the ball right on the numbers. It just happens to be short. And Ben goes down and takes another big, vicious hit in the process. So it, it, it's not as cut and dry where he, has, where he has like a clean pocket. And he made that decision after sitting there for two and a half seconds. It was fallback. Uh oh, Kevin Dotson, you know, does a split. Kenny right. Clark is diving over him to make the play, and I've got to get rid of the ball because I know rule number one as a quarterback: don't take the sack. <laughs> Fourth down. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, if and if that was a backup, that's you know, uh, uh, he gets hammered while throwing. The ball's bouncing fifteen yards in the backfield. Somebody's scooping and scoring. You know. Right. So. Yeah. Failing on fourth, and, and I thought it was <laughs> iconic because the shot of Juju stretching the ball across the line, it was still three yards away. That kind of summed up their fourth down efforts, you know, yeah. so far this season. So, anyway, yeah, it, it, that's what the guys have been saying, Max, that it's one thing away. And I, I don't want to believe it because I don't want it to be that simple. It can't be that simple. You're getting killed. But. I mean, you make the point here. There's a perfect example. No question about it, Wex. And the thing about it is, you know, I know everybody wants a uh, – you, you want to be able to finger the problem. You know, just put your finger right on it. That's the problem. Eliminate it and move on. But, you know, you, you take a look at – again, I go back to the simple plays like the counter trap. The counter trap is one of those things that can split wide open if everybody gets blocked and it's and it, it's all in sync. It'd be great, but if one guy breaks down, it it goes nowhere and it looks like a jumbled mess. If you take a look at the one counter trap that they ran when you had uh, Kendrick Green blocking back, and I I don't I don't want to I'm not just trying to blame Kendrick because look, it's, if number one you're a rookie, all right. Um, you're going to take your lumps. That's just part of the growth process. But you get the down block by the tackle, down block by the guard. You got the center blocking back. You got the left guard pulling. You got a trailer blocking. And by golly, everybody is blocked except for the nose tackle plays across the face because Kendrick Green didn't quite have the proper aiming point, which, you know, it can happen down in the trenches, close quarter combatives, and some of that stuff that goes on down in the, in the, in the fry pits there. Um, it's pretty tough stuff. And a guy like Kenny Clark can swim you, and, and you think nobody – you can't whiff on a 6'4", 320-pound man. <laughs> There's just no way. But the guy does it, executes a nice arm over, and all of a sudden he's, he's nailing Najee in the backfield when, in fact, this could have broken for another 5'10". 10, 15-yard run. So it's those elements together, and you and the next time they don't get the down block by the tackle or the guard. You know what I mean? That's that's the problem. It's it's a growth process. You, you have to love the way Najee's moving piles. I mean, oh yeah, you know. So you get you get your short yardage and your goal line problems figured out, and uh, now you know you're, you're giving some time to guys like Green and Moore, getting better every week. 
you know, General Joe Haig comes in and stabilizes things over on that side. And, you know, you start to put a little ground game together, and then you, you think it should follow that the quarterback play will become better because he's yeah. a veteran quarterback. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a process. And, uh, you know, I, I don't see the coach, uh, you know, everybody's calling not just for Ben to be fired and not just Tomlin to be fired. I think they want Rooney to fire himself or something. You know, it's, <laughs> every, this whole organization needs burnt down, people say, as if there hasn't been success here. So uh, it's just just stay off the social media, Wolf. I know you love to uh, scroll Twitter all day long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think people kind of forget, you know, because you've had so much success. You've never been – in the bottom, when's the last time we've drafted in the top ten? Right. You know, the, the, the lowest happened. drafted player on the team is Joe Hayden at seven. And then you've got Devin Bush at ten, and um, there's another ten. Oh, Tyson Alualu was a ten. And two of those, they got in a trade. So they had to trade up for the third one, too, the one that they drafted. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, last, uh, the last time they picked 11 was Ben. Yeah. So I don't know the way things are going. You got to wonder if that's going to happen again. And uh, tomorrow in Steel City Insider, we're having a big uh, college quarterback blowout. We're looking at the college quarterbacks already. Wolf. <laughs> oh no! There it is. No, no, no. Well, because there's still good football coming up. So if people start seeing who the candidates are, they can tune in on Saturdays and form their own opinion. That's what we did yeah. when Ben was drafted. I, we watched all those guys. Oh yeah. 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 No, no doubt about it. Look, I, I, there's some good positives that I think are going on here, fellas, and, and you can jump in. Um, number one is the offensive line did take a step forward, though, okay? Danny Moore's got some issues with his footwork. He's got to be able to quit being so head-heavy at times. Kendrick Green's got some issues with, you know, he's got to be able to un understand that, you know, just because he's so big and strong, he's a strong dude, you know? But you can't yeah. give up leverage to those guys down in the trenches because those guys understand the power of being inside and, and controlling the center line of a man. To do that, if you have your hands inside and are able to get that leverage, you can uproot and lift the man up. It's a sumo technique, but trust me, uh, and it's a bad visual, but I have done sumo, and it's, it's very real, okay? And it's an ugly mm -hmm. thought right this early in the morning, please, I know. But the fact is, mm -hmm. to uproot a man is not as difficult as you think, despite the fact he's overwhelmingly strong and huge it's about getting the proper leverage and he's got Kendrick has got to if he would I, just like I wrote I don't know if you got the article there but I wrote about yeah. the fact he needs to watch some Mike Webster Mike Webster was absolutely insane with his close quarter uh, hand usage in, in close quarter combat in the trenches he'd get that inside position and he was he had such fierce will and determination and strength and he would ragdoll guys that were much bigger because of his ability to play on the inside and stay within himself and keep balanced and use that superior strength and Kendrick Green can be the very same thing once he learns to play the leverage angles and Max I know you know leverage angles at <laughs> offensive tackle are different at, than at yeah. center yeah yeah it's going to be a lot different obviously a you want that distance um, for the guy because you're responsible for the width of that pocket. Yeah. And so, you know, you're trying to more so create the half-man relationship, meaning his inside half should be on your outside half at all times. 
And once he crosses the center line, that's when you get into more of what guard and center are because of the tighter quarters because you're responsible for the depth. Yep. And you have to be in a position where you must square that guy up with hand combat because now you keep him in the middle. Now your quarterback has the windows to see you know, whether height is an issue or not. So you have to treat it a little bit different. It's half man's on the outside, it's full man on the inside, and then also being able to gain, you know, drop a little bit of depth in case there is twist games, right? <laughs> but not being on the line of scrimmage the entire time. But you have to control him. And, and it still works the same. My leverage angles and my torque has to be underneath, up and underneath. And if he's, he's underneath me, I must replace and get and regain that leverage advantage go. and drop my hips. That's the key. Well, uh, I think you're right on uh, uh, this leverage thing and Mike Webster. And, you know, Mac McCartney has six rings for a reason. You know, <laughs> you know Mac, right? Yep. Video coordinator. Yep. He, uh, oh, yeah. he's, I think he's the only one in the organization going for a seventh ring this year. I think he's getting a little tired of waiting around. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, somebody's got to I – know, I know we can't get in the building anymore, but somebody's got to get a message to Mac to get the best uh, Mike Webster somehow <laughs> and uh, call, call Young Green in. There you go. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, Wex, I want to thank you so much for joining us again. Hey, by the way, the Palomalu book is still out there, correct? You're still selling it. The Palomalu book is the Christmas sales are starting to pick up again. Let me just say this. Yes. There's like 4,000 copies left at most of the hardcover, and I'm not going to redo the hardcover. These are going to be collector's items. They're they're beautiful hardcovers. And I'm talking to the publisher. He he might take over the paperback, and, you know, then I'm out of it, except just to get the checks. So, these are going to be collector's items down the stretch at Christmas this Christmas. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really recommending to people because you, you called it the definitive work of yep. Polamalu. I like to call it the definitive work of that Steelers decade. Matt True. Starks has mentioned several times in that book. Absolutely. Max, so, that's right. You're in that book, <laughs> buddy. Oh, okay. There we go. Hey, not to well, me. I, I told, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that decade. And, you know, Troy was – as I called him in the book, and we talked about this, Wolf, the Holy Spirit. I don't know that you agreed with me, Wolf, on that. I can't say that, brother, but, you know, yeah. he has the Holy Spirit within him. There you go. The small, quiet voice of God of the locker room, if we're using a metaphor. And he was that guy, and everything everything happened, I think, he was the center of it. And I know Ben came in and all, but. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You, and there's also, well, uh, you know what else is going on for Christmas? What's that? Sammy Wexel was named Mac Player of the Week. No way! This past week. Yep. Congratulations! Yep. Oh, I had to nice. shout that out, even if, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she's the goalkeeper, and uh, she's doing a great job. You know, goal, goalkeepers get too – it's like quarterbacks. They get too much credit when the shutouts happen. Sure. The four defenders in front of her don't get anything, you know? <laughs> of course. <laughs> go buy them lunch. Absolutely. They have a great, great defensive team, and uh, she's the recipient of the honor this week. So Congratulations cool. to your daughter. She does a great job. Yeah. She's the athlete, the family, yeah. does it all, right? Yeah. But, hey, Wex, <laughs> next week we got to talk a little bit about uh, Max in your book because there was some good stuff there. And well, I think we got Max, who was part of that decade. We need to talk about it, too. So let's remember that. I'm going to have to look. I, I'm not really not sure if Max is in it. He's got to be in it somewhere. I'll, I'll, he is, I know. There's a couple mentions and stuff. Yeah. But and he so was part of that. Parker run. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
We got to go rolling right. here, man, my friend. Thank, Thank you so you. much. We'll be back with more. That's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas with Jim Wexel, Steel City Insider. We'll be back after this. last year and probably said similar things and and he was upright and we were undefeated um it's probably a component of just being you know in your late 30s and playing this game and playing that position and particularly um when you're when you're not playing winning football and you get somewhat one-dimensional this is in the locker room with wolf and starks presented by your neighborhood ford store on espn pittsburgh and steelers nation radio and, of course, that was Mike Tomlin explaining the fact that, no, there's no change coming. Hogwash to all the rumors and so forth. So you, my friend Max, you understand exactly what he's saying. Look, I, I always say this. You'll know, Mike will know when and if that time comes. You know, if that would come before the end of the season for whatever reason. Um, but here's the thing about it. When you got a Hall of Famer, you give him every opportunity to do the things that he's done because, as Mike said it before, what he does and what he has done. And that's a, that's a, uh, there's his resume, his work that he's done. Um, you, you can't discount that. As I said before, Terry Bradshaw was the man and he was still lethal right up until the end before he hurt his elbow there. And that took him, of course, out of the game. But the fact of the matter is, you give these guys every opportunity because here's the thing about it, too. Once you make that change, there's no going back. It's not like you can go, yeah. all right, we, we pull him and we go with Mason or we go with um, Dwayne Haskins, and then that doesn't work out, and then what do you do then? Because it's not like you're going to go back to Ben at that point and say, you know, come save our butts. You know, it's a done deal. It's over with. Yeah. So the fact is, once you make that change, it's a change for good. Yeah, and and, and that's one of the things. Once – that that cat's been let out the bag. There's yeah. no putting it back in. Like you can't sit there and say, "Hey, we just want you to be available. Just ride this out the rest of the year." No, no, no. I mean, if I'm eligible to play, I'm playing. Yeah. And that's the mentality that every guy has when you've got experience on your side, and also knowing the relationship between Ben and Mike T. Mike T's success has been directly linked to Ben's success. Right. Because they because they've been there so long together i mean you're talking about 15 years um of history there that's you a can't lot just yeah so so for coach t he's he's not he knows what happens if you do this when you make that change yep and he's like i'm i'm not doing that because i haven't had a losing season 
since been since I've been here, which has been the same time that Ben's been here. And I have to give him that type of credence because he's earned it year in and year out with his deeds. Ben has been to three Super Bowls. And the two that Tomlin's been to, been with Ben. Right. You know, so so you so no matter what has happened, what coordinators have changed, which offensive linemen have changed, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, whatever on the defense, Ben has been a constant there for the last eighteen years. And so you don't you don't sit there and say, Hey, he's good with going on the bench. This isn't the offseason, this isn't free agency where you're trying to get another year. This is this is the last hoorah. And so the last ride, baby, last ride, you know, (laughs) saddle up. I mean, and I think that's what you do. You got, you got to go out, you got to go out guns blazing. There you go. I like it. You, you, you hold nothing for next year. You hold nothing for tomorrow because tomorrow's not promised. Amen to that, my friend. All right. We're going to move on to the phones here. We've got Tom and Westgrove. Tom, welcome to the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. Hello, Tom. Hello, guys. How you guys doing? We're doing good, Tom. How are doing you? Good, Tom. Good. Wolf, I haven't talked to you in a while. Max, welcome to the show. Thank and you. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, just wanted to talk uh, Steelers. And um, I know it's one and three. It doesn't look too good. But I think I, I think the offensive line has played pretty good uh, against Buffalo and Green Bay. I know it's still early. and uh, But we've seen this with the offense before is that um, we've seen this with the offense before is that they get off to slow starts and then they start to, you know, later in the season start to get it together. And uh, I think Ben will find his strain because, uh, find his strides because I think uh, he, um, he, 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 he always seems to get it together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, he's a future Hall of Famer for sure. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think uh, Najee's playing, been playing pretty well. I think we have good wide receivers when they catch the ball, especially Deontay Johnson and James Washington. Well, sometimes Deontay can drop it, but other, when he catches it, he makes a good football move. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, as far as the idea of benching Ben, I don't like it because I think you got to just trust him because he's been in the situation before. And um, I think with one thing, I think his leadership needs to improve a little bit, but other than that, I think that they can, um, if they play the one quarter like they did with Buffalo, I think that they can uh, compete or beat Denver and Seattle. Very good, Tom. Way to come in the locker room loaded for bear there, brother. Appreciate yeah. you. Thanks. Thanks, Will. I mean, Thanks, Max. All right. You're welcome. Thanks so much, yeah. man. But just Good talking yeah. to you guys. Have a good day. Hey, thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate you. Um, no but, problem. But, Max, I will tell you this. Um, you know, one of the things that he said is, it it to me it rings true that Tom was right on. Ben he does tend to start slow. Okay, now he heated up right away this past game. All right, how about that? You know, and there's not a lot of talk about it, but that 45 yarder, that dime he dropped as he was climbing the pocket, evading the rush, and then put a nice arc on the ball and put it right into DJ who scored the opening touchdown. Now that's a good sign. That's starting faster. That's getting after it. Uh, we had the running game. Again, when the, the running game goes and you are one-dimensional because you're behind all the time and you got to throw the ball, you make things infinitely harder for yourself. 
Well, not only making it infinitely harder for yourself, you also you take the rhythm out for your offensive line because your offensive line wants to go forward. True. You know, they don't want to go backwards. Right. So if you can run and play action and give the illusion of going forward, then now they play more on the line of scrimmage as opposed to giving up ground. You don't allow those D linemen to get their, their motors going. True. And, I think, and then they're guessing. Linebackers get a little nosy, and, and they step up in, in there to sniff to see what's cooking. And then <laughs> that's when the middle of the field opens up. You know, I think those are the different things that that allow you to be a very versatile offense in all of those phases. Because now, if guys are compacting in and constricting themselves because they're so worried about the run, right? boom, all your outside stuff is available to you. Your screens are available to you because guys are tighter and linemen don't have to disengage and go as far. Um that creates a play action in the middle. So your Pat Fryer moves, your Eric Ebron's of the world, Zach Gentry's. Those guys that are tall targets in the middle of the field now have easier times. And when you get teams, yes, yes, some of the zone concepts don't work in a lot of those situations. But if you're drawing that eighth man, you're getting man. And you have guys who can beat one-on-one coverage, a la Deontay Johnson. And then if you try and double Deontay, now a Chase Claypool and a Juju has a one-on-one where they can get body positioning and kind of wall a guy off. And then you have your big rebounders and your tight ends who are going to go get some of those jump balls in the safe distance zones and then be able to stretch the additional yard or two if they are a little bit short. I think all of those things play a role into how this offense can be and can be multiple and not get into passing frenzies because you're down. But the run game has to continue to come along right. to be able to create those opportunities for everybody else. That's marvelous Max Starks giving it like it is. I like that. How'd you like that, huh? You've got yeah, marvelous Marvin Hagler, marvelous Max Starks. It still all works, brother. It is good. <laughs> all right. We're gonna, I'll take all my M&Ms. We're going to take a break. <laughs> We're going to come back with CR and Juan and also weigh in Wednesday after this. and Starks presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers nation radio. All right. Final segment here in the locker room and we're going to go right to the phones. We're going to try to bang them out. First of all, we've got Juan from Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hello, hey, Juan. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? We're doing fine. We're ready doing for good, you. Man. Way in Wednesday right now, baby. All right. <laughs> All right, let's hear the news. All right, Max, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, You know what? You start. You start because you did it last week. Okay. All right, last week, 305 and a half. This week, 
Man, I killed it. Comfort food and everything else, but 304 and a half, baby. Yeah, that's right. But of course, you know what that's going to draw? That's good. Yeah, it's a boo. It's still above 300. So, yeah, I feel much shame. You know, it was tough. A lot of pizza the other night, you know. Reminds me of uh, stripes, you know, when John Candy goes, My therapist tells me that I. I, I swallow a lot of aggression, along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> All right. So I'm out, Max. Where are you? All right. I am at. Hold on. Can we, can we, can we quiet those boos? Yeah, we're because... quieting those boos. Where are we at All now? Right. I, I'm at 340. All right. right and you were last so week? I was 344 last week, 0.6. All right. So, yeah. so 4.6 pounds off. But you know what? Yeah. That's still a boo, baby, because you're still, it's too high for you. I know, I know. Yeah, there it is. That's so ridiculous. It, it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, I, I feel like those are some reluctant boos, though, in the crowd. Like, it's, the guy, it's almost like the guy that threw the flag on, on, on Joe Hayden, right? He had to think about, they had to think about those boos. Ah, is it a boo? Is it not? Ah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Juan, where are you at? All right. So last week it was two thirty, and today is two twenty-five. Two twenty-five. Oh, oh! I guess we got to give you the thumbs up on that one. You're out doing us there, my friend. So good job. Congratulations. You don't get the booze. All right. All right. Exactly. Thank you, thank you guys. All right. Good job. So now we'll be tuned up for next week. But first of all. All right, we got it because we got two more callers who we want to get to. So, Juan, make it fast. What are we going to do, my friend? All right, Mick, I'll make it real fast. Shout out to the crew of the Dirty Thousand. Shout out to CR. Let them see how I didn't get the number, so try to get it back to me. So, um, I'm going to put it out there in the air. We got Stefan Gilmore release and Jalen Smith. What you guys think? I, I missed oh. that last part. What? Stefan? Stefan Gilmore got released from the from Patriots. New England. Ah. And um, Jalen Smith, Smith from the Cowboys, what you guys think? Uh, you know, I, I'm not in favor of picking up guys that just get released. In the, uh, uh, maybe they'd add. Um, I just, just didn't – I got a chance to think about it. Max, you got a better opinion? Well, I, I mean, I heard the news about Jalen Smith yesterday, and I, I don't know if Jalen fits what we're trying to do necessarily I think he's a good player he gets lost in coverage and I think linebackers that we need you know outside of the athleticism also need to know how to work within Keith Butler's defensive schematics so I don't think Jalen Smith would add a lot of value um, except for a body at this point um, and that's an expensive body right oh, because true. you know you know Cowboys are on the hook uh, for I think 16 mil and you know that that brought, that money can be dissolved down depending on who he gets picked up by. I expect him to probably be more in the New York Giants range. Stephon Gilmore is interesting with Cam Sutton, of course, dealing with dealing that. With that his, is uh, true. His leg issue. That one would be a little bit more attractive to me. Um, but you know, it, it's going to depend on where we are because I, I don't know what exactly the cap wiggle room is at this moment. Um, to even bring in a Stefan Gilmore. But of the two, he would be the more likely of the two just because of the injuries we have right now at DB. I think that I think that's well said. Max, we, yeah, uh, I'm I sorry. Agree with you. Juan, we got to roll on. Guys. All right. 
All right, buddy. Y'all Thanks so much. I appreciate you, brother. Okay, let's jump to Bishop real quick in Houston. Bishop, you're in the locker room, my friend. Hello, Bishop. Bishop, you there? Hello, Bishop. Okay, Go we're gonna Go we're gonna have to twice. move on. Yeah, let's go to Don. CR in Chicago. CR, you're in the locker room. Hey, what's going what's going on, guys? CR, Field the next Chicago, in with uh, inside the locker room, Dirty Dozen Plus with That's Last it. Wolf and the Ninjas. Appreciate that, guys. Absolutely. Hey, I know we're pushing for time, so I'm a, I'm gonna hurry up. Uh, okay. Juan, that number is that one. That number is eight four seven five one three three four six eight. Uh, hey guys, uh, as far as uh, the, the way in, uh, I'm still at about 183. I have, I'm like a pound up, a pound down. I, I don't go either way, so okay. I come in on this thing too. And I'm proud of you guys. And uh, Max, uh, I really appreciate what you were saying earlier. Instead of having the guys do what the system says, why don't you change the system to do what the guys are capable of doing? Well, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it, you know. And I think these are changes that are going to be made. Max, one of the things I would love to see is, you know, a little more chipping with the tight end, uh, you know, to help Danny more a little bit. But tight end delays are, you know, they're those are some great, you know, check down routes. No, well, they are. And, and, and I mean, heck, it, it's burned us on yeah. our own defense on yeah. delays, um, you know, especially in the middle of the field where you get a lot of hay as guys start to spread out wide. I would love to see some tight end delays, a little bit more chipping. Body presence is great and all. But let, let, let's get some hits and some donks, and let's not necessarily leave them in there to protect on their lonesome on the defensive end, right? Give them a, give them a buddy system and then allow them <laughs> to have that escape hatch when things go south. Absolutely. Anything else, CR? Oh, I'm just going to say, as far as what you guys talk about, the weather here in the uh, Chicago area is uh, 65 right now at, with uh, rain this evening, tomorrow, and the rest of, the rest of the week. So, uh, okay, guys, appreciate that. Other people got to go and run it up against the time. In the meantime, and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you. We got Now he's thanks, he's a weatherman as well. Okay, thanks, CR. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, CR does it all. There you go. One-man weatherman. I'm trying to keep up with the big dog. All right. Thank you so much, CR. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you calling in. Well, Max, it's it's like you said. You know, that's one of the aspects that I think can really help, uh, like, uh, Danny Moore. I think Danny – Danny's a guy that he's coming along. You know, when he's able to body up with the guys, he does well. When he gets out of position, when his feet get together and he loses his his kick step, you know, he ends up shuffling. And you know how that is. When you shuffle, your feet come together, you're off balance, your hips rise, and all of a sudden you're going backwards at an accelerated rate. That's not a good thing. Yeah, we call that the Dorothy. Yeah. Because the click heels, heels clicking together. Yep. Yeah, clicking the heels together. You want to keep that base, keep your your width, right? You don't want to get any tighter than shoulder width apart because you need that flexibility. 60-40 relationship we talk about. 60% of your weight to the inside with 40% on the outside so that you keep a good balance. And keeping that width in your feet gives you the ability to come back in and drive on the inside. So, I mean, it, it's – it's one of those things you have to just practice and rehearse it, just like a dance routine, right? You got to do it over and over again, commit it to memory to where it becomes second nature. And that that's something you're going to work on as a young guy. You don't have enough experience. You don't have enough time. And time, sadly, is, 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 is something that you have to wait for. You have to wait and gain no experience with every game. we got about a minute to go. Wanted to get, get your opinion. I thought General Joe Haig did a fine job. He came in and he scrapped. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. He ain't the best-looking athlete. None of us are, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and the offensive yeah. line. But I thought he he just scrapped. Yeah, no, he he was he was a fighter. He got in there. He he worked within himself. There's a couple times, you know, you get a little overpowered, right? The athleticism takes over, but he stayed within himself. He didn't try and do too much. Right. Uh, he just he said, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna pass off the twist game when I can, and then try and body my man up to at least stay between me to keep myself between the quarterback and the defender." And I thought he did a really good job at that. You know, I appreciated the effort that he did because you know. That's one of those situations you come into, and that's what you're there for. you got to fulfill your role. He knows he's a swing man. He knows that he'd be, he can be called on at a moment's notice. And it's not something where you want a guy that checks in the huddle and starts to stammer in the huddle because that's not a good sign. So certainly you get somebody like Joe Haig coming in. He showed what a veteran should do because he did what a veteran should do. He played hard, and he finished. He's, a, he's one of those guys that finishes at the pile. I like that. Yeah, well, and you had most of your experience on the right side in that game with both of them starting. So you True. saw what it could be with Trey and Joe when you have experience on your side and kind of give you a forecast when you're looking at the rest of this team as they grow together. All right, you ready to do this tomorrow, my friend? I am always ready, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All Thursday. right. Fun we'll day. see you tomorrow in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening, folks.